It's Wednesday in Passiontide. It's the fifth week of Lent. Welcome to today's Lent cast. This is Father John Zulsdorf. Once upon a time, there were no collect churches, but some were added later. So we gather today at San Marco, where we've been before, and then we go over to the Via del Corso and make our way to San Marcello amidst the noise and buses and stops on that very busy street. We can see the 17th century facade designed by Carlo Fontana. San Marcello was pope in a time of upheaval. In 303, the Emperor Diocletian had instituted persecutions. Donatists tore the church apart in North Africa and beyond. Marcellus was elected into this chaos and caused more conflict because he allowed the lapsed, or the the lapsi, who had caved into the state, to be reconciled and received the sacraments. Pope Damasus recounts that the lapsed hated him because of the penances that were imposed, whereas the rest resented him because he let the lapsi return to the sacraments in the first place. The emperor who succeeded Diocletian, Maxentius, arrested Marcellus and sent him into exile, where he died in 309, although there is another account that says he was worked to death at a public stable after he consecrated a place of worship. So it seems that Marcellus, even though under the eyes of the state, did not stop being the high priest for his people in Rome. In the early 20th century, a 5th century baptismal font was discovered here, which is very interesting because the Lateran was the place for baptism at that time. However, this church was also the seat of an antipope, Boniface, in 418, and so maybe that explains it. Here also is a famous miraculous crucifix that had survived a fire unscathed in 1519. It was once carried in a 16-day procession against the plague in 1522 throughout the whole city. Father Patrick Troadex toward Easter. Jesus said to the Jews, I and the Father are one. The Jews then took up stones to stone him. The Gospel of St. John, chapter 10, verses 30 to 31. Here, more than anywhere else in the Gospels, Jesus forcefully affirms his divinity. The Jews ask him directly, If thou be the Christ, tell us plainly. And Jesus answers, I speak to you, and you do believe not. Then he adds, I and the Father are one. Why do you say that I blaspheme in affirming that I am the Son of God? For my Father is in me, and I am in my Father. This witness aggravates his enemies so much that they take up stones to lapidate him as a usurper of the divine nature. Thus, as the passion draws near, it appears more and more clearly that there are only two camps, that of the friends of Jesus and that of his enemies. By this we can see the radical incompatibility between light and darkness, between good and evil, between truth and error. Still today, the world remains divided into two camps. The one adores Jesus, the others reject him. There is doubtless a huge mass of people who remain indifferent, but those play the game of the enemy, whether they like it or not. As for those ignorant of the conflict, they show us what we might have been without the grace of God. 
Lord Jesus, in this combat which is now taking place between thee and Satan, do not permit me to be simply a spectator, but take me from myself and give me to thee, so that I might commit myself, body and soul, to thy service. Help me to opt once and for all for fidelity without reserve to all of the demands of the faith, and to acquire an apostolic spirit by taking calmly and firmly your defense when thine honor is at stake. 